0: When me and you came up in the nineties, there was even, there wasn't really even internet. Like internet just yeah. started and we literally I was
1: here before the internet was born. <laughs> right. I watched it come in, it was terrible at the beginning. It was terrible. Dallups. Like, mom not yeah, wanting yeah, yeah. <laughs> mom like, I wanna use my
0: house phone. Right, exactly. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome. Wow. Uh, Episode 4. This episode is going to be a fun one, I think. But if you don't know by now, I'm Travis.
1: And I'm Joy Lynn.
0: And we got a little baby Nova Joy here with us. She's awake today. But she's watching TV. So, you know, uh, we'll see if she decides to jump in and have a conversation with us as well. Uh, Today we're going to be... Talking about questions that should be asked before we decided to have a baby.
1: Yeah, so I'm ready to start whenever you're ready.
0: Yeah. And these questions we did find online and we're just trying to go over 21 of them.
1: I'll ask 21 questions and they all about us.
0: There's 21 of them, and maybe a bonus question, uh, and then we're going to see if we kind of line up with this, even though it's a little bit too late.
1: A little bit too late? <laughs> just a little bit. Oh, okay.
0: But, okay. hey, you know, whatever. Just just go over it. Just just see what happens. So, um, you want to start with question one?
1: Yep. So... Did you do any babysitting growing up? How much? How did you like it? Would you like to do that forever?
0: I did not do much babysitting. I did babysit my siblings, and that was pretty much the extent of it. Did I like it? It was cool. I didn't hate it, but I, you know, I was young and it was not something that I always see myself wanting to do so how about you
1: so i did a great deal of babysitting growing up i didn't do like small children mm-hmm. like you know newborns but um, i did babysit my cousins a lot growing up mm-hmm. i liked it mainly because you know i was a kid too back then i was only 12 and i got to spend time with uh, my cousins and on top of that i was getting paid so I liked it. Well, now, would I do it forever? No, absolutely not. Um, but I did like it. Okay. I'm actually, I guess, I'm actually close to... Still close with one of my cousins that I used to babysit.
0: Yeah. I guess that... Um, I guess more for that question is... To show how you are with, like, kids... Or interacted with kids, so I guess that that's a good question to have Yeah. I mean, with, I was, with your partner before deciding to have kids. You know?
1: I don't know. I don't know if that that's a that's a that's a good question for for that particular. I, I disagree. Oh, we can agree to disagree, but I just don't feel like you know, babysitting is an indication of whether or not someone will be a good parent. No,
0: but it shows that. You're at least able to take care of a child yeah. at an extended period of time, even if it's a short time or you know, a long time, it shows that you're able to do it. Right. You know, some people aren't even able to take care of kids at all, so I mean, you know, something to think about.
1: Yeah, I mean, we could debate this,
0: yeah, it could go on because there's a, a lot of episodes, yeah, there's a
1: lot of stuff that just me, you know, having a baby that I didn't know. That I mm-hmm. had to learn or that I had to get used to. Yeah, but the,
0: that question is more of a starter question. It's not something that is the ultimate question if, if you g- are going to be a good parent. You get what I'm saying? But that topic could go on forever. So, But the next question is, what is your wildest dream when you see yourself with your child? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you answer this. Wildest my-
1: dream when I see myself with my child? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean by wildest? Like, See,
0: that's the only thing about this question I didn't really 100% get is I don't know exactly what the. Because, yeah, like,
1: I mean, when I think of doing something wild, I wouldn't necessarily put my child in it. It's not like I want to take me and my child and just bungee jump off of a building or anything mm-hmm. like that or zip lining. Um, mm-hmm. But. I don't think I can answer that question to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I think we can agree on you know. that answer. I don't <laughs> want to know what that, that question was about, right. but you know, I figured that I'll put it in here because you know, maybe it's a question that somebody else might have.
1: Yeah,
0: and they might be able to decipher it. <laughs> but um, go
1: ahead. all right. So, what names do you think are awesome?
0: So once again, these are questions pre deciding to have a baby. I've had a lot of names coming up, going through the years. Um, if I had a girl, I remember at one point I wanted her name to be Trinity. In London. London was definitely one of them. Um,
1: Is Travina one of them?
0: I mean, Travina definitely was one of them. Terrible. You know, or Evrita. Mm-hmm. but you know uh, we decided against that ultimately <laughs> definitely my son was gonna be a junior in my opinion I think that he should have been a junior but mm-hmm. outside of that I don't remember having more, much names for my boy how about you
1: um, only one name that I always liked was Xavier
0: Yeah, which I liked as well. I remember you telling me that.
1: But as far as, like, names, as far as the question goes... For the girl? As far as the question goes, period. Like, I don't really... I didn't really really think about any of that stuff because, you know, I really never planned on being a mother.
0: Yeah, but you didn't, like, ever think of, like, oh, if I ever had a girl, this would be a cool name or, like, anything? Absolutely not. All right, well, there we go. So... (laughs) So, the next question would be, what last name will our kid or kids have?
1: Well, I figured since, you know, she's a Trowers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the next one could be a Saunders.
0: Yeah, no. See, Why? And once again, this is pre-us <laughs> having a child. So, before we had us this child, what last name did you think that she was going to get? Or he?
1: before like
0: before we had a kid you know and you knew that like okay well we're about to have a kid what last name she's gonna get
1: it would depend or his. it would depend on the situation okay it would depend like you know if we were still like dating there was no commitment as far as marriage i would be like he's the child is having my last name okay that's just the way that my family's always done it
0: If you didn't if you was just dating.
1: Like you think about it, I have my mother's last name. Right,
0: but you your mother was was she with your dad when you came home? My point. Right. But I think that more or less if me and you were together and we're planning on having a family.
1: Right, which is the commitment aspect. That's the commitment aspect. But if there was no Commitment aspect Then the child would have my last name Right
0: but these are questions that me and you As oh, a couple uh, Are having bad. to each other my mm-hmm. bad.
1: Well obviously Travis I'll, I would give her your last name Okay. <laughs> she has your last name so. Of course Of course she does <laughs> And
0: you know my answer to this question as well Of course I want her to have my last name mm-hmm. Or him
1: Which do you think would make you happier, going out to eat with or without our child and why?
0: So, this is an interesting question because I think that I would be happier going out with our child because of one specific time that I seen this little girl out at Sabrina's. Do you remember? Yeah. And she was with, I think she was with her mother. Yeah,
1: she was like And I was like I want, I want my own pancakes. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh my gosh, she's just so cute." Yeah. And I said, "You're going to be a sucker."
0: Yeah, so I <laughs> So I I just <laughs> always love well, one, you know, I'm heavy on family and I just always think that it's always a beautiful thing to have like family dinners and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, like being out with just you is always a great time but you know from the from a family standpoint i think it's always a beautiful thing to Mm. just have all of us together you know so um, i always want my
1: my child with me you know unless it's like date night but overall mm -hmm. like i just feel more comfortable With her being with me, especially like when it comes to like eating, Mm -hmm. um, just because like you know every opportunity where there's food is an opportunity for me to instill good eating habits um, with her. So like me personally, like I don't really even like other people feeding her. Like I prefer to like take care of that, and I feel I feel more at ease because I know. She's right here, you know. Right. So it it actually, I get anxiety every time she's not with me.
0: Right. 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 I feel the same way. So yeah. We'll so we're definitely out, on the we'll same. We'll be out on
1: a date, and I just I don't tell you, but I think about what she's doing, if she's safe, if she's smiling, is she happy, is she good? Mm-hmm. You know. And, you right. know, I'm a overthinker anyway.
0: Well, I I feel the same way. We've had this conversation before. It's like, is she good? Like, you know, in my mind, that even though we're out enjoying each other's company, I'm still in the back in my mind. Right. So, I understand that this is pre having a child questions, but. It's kinda hard to remove that element now that we are actually in it. Yeah. Like so Yeah. Alright, so we're on, we're on question six. So question six is Exactly how much harder do you think is it to have kids than to have a cat?
1: How much harder do I think it is? Yes.
0: That was good no, like question. There's No
1: comparison. Right. Like a cat is independent you give them their food you give them their litter box Mm -hmm. they do their own thing kids are just like it's it's happening in stages too like so going from like oh this is the piece of cake to the crawling stage to the walking stage and now we're at the climbing stage and it's like my anxiety is getting heightened and heightened and heightened and heightened i'm like You know, every day you find creative ways to try to hurt yourself, and I have to stop you from doing that. So You don't have to do that with a cat.
0: Right. You know, so. Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: But, you know, you keep bringing back to the point that these are supposed to be pre-pregnancy questions, right? But I don't know how to answer that one. In the in the before stage, like yeah, well, it's
0: just it's just like your thoughts. Like, yeah. do you think it's going to be easier, or you know what I mean? Yeah, so I mean, I have granted.
1: the I have the experience well, of we knowing. Have, so we definitely have the experience to the viewers now, that do not have any so, children. Yeah. it's definitely harder to have the baby.
0: Right. And and (laughs) you know what? It's also good to have these questions being answered from people who's already going through it Mm -hmm. as well. Even though, no matter how hard we try to, like, try to step out of already having a kid mode, Mm -hmm. it's still good to at least hear it from These would have
1: been fun questions if I was pregnant. Yeah, definitely. Like, during the pregnancy.
0: Well, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. You already know how I feel about cats. I think that cats are complete. It's one of those pets that literally you just have them just to have. Because the they take care of themselves. The best in the
1: world, yes.
0: They take care of themselves. It's like, what's the point?
1: What do you mean, what's the point? What's the point? The point is if we're having a pet. If, if Glacier was a pet, I mean, sorry, if Glacier was a cat, we would be happy right now.
0: Gratia is a little more maintenance.
1: A lot more maintenance. But
0: I think that it would be fair to have this comparison with a dog than a baby. I mean, a dog than a cat. About the baby. If you really think about it. Because having a cat is a A cakewalk for the most part. Having a dog. In comparison, you yeah, know? especially
1: our dog, right? Like.
0: Yeah, our dog, he's just...
1: Terrible. Whew. No matter how many times we discipline him, yeah. he's still ripping up the trash bag.
0: He's ripping up trash bags. He's doing whatever he wants to do. Like, he just don't listen. It just doesn't make sense. But, hey, he's a part of the family. So, we're seven now, right?
1: All right. So, what should our kid's relationship with technology be? At what age should our kid get their first cell phone, computer in their room, VR headset? If I was thinking about this question before, I would probably want to keep it from them as long as possible, to be honest with you. Just because I just feel like, you know, when you're a child, you're at such a like sponge stage, I would want to be able to surround them with so much stuff that they can soak up information or soak up things that are beneficial to them and I think one of the beauty of children is they have this wild imagination or the ability to have fun in innovative ways and I wouldn't want them to be robbed of that because of uh, how far we've come in technology how about you Trash?
0: yeah I agree you know I'm big on technology I'm big on all of that I don't want to rob our kids of imagination, Mm -hmm. but we also have to realize that we live in a different world than me and you grew up in, because, like, to be quite honest, you think about it, when me and you came up in the 90s, there was... Even, there wasn't really even internet like internet just yeah. started and we literally I was
1: here before the internet was born <laughs> right. I watched it come in it was terrible at the beginning dial ups mom like I want to use my house phone right
0: exactly <laughs>
1: guilting your parents to be able to hold on to that uh, telephone box just a little bit longer
0: right so like it's a completely different era where Like cell phones is 20 times 30 times more faster than the internet that we grew up with and just the access to it is so much more simple and the kids now are just so much more smart and it's like that balancing line like how do you balance the new age of technology versus having them still stay with the ability to be creative as kids you know like I, think, I don't know
1: It's I think it's just a, it a limited is. I think it's just a limited thing. I just I do know like sometimes, you know, in the day to day as a parent you need to get things done and I've noticed like, you know, Nova's more focused on what I'm doing, you know, and I have to distract her sometimes in order to get things done. I get that wholeheartedly, but I do think it's you know, I think maybe the only thing we can do we can't shoulder from it but we can limit it you know yeah. um, the years of them being born from what I understand from research and reading the years of them being born from newborn to at least 12 years old are really important stages in the way that their personalities are developed and the way that their um, brains fire um, and wire new neurons and, con- and connective connected to the environment so like I just think during the stages of being born and at least 12 years old limitation is very important mm-hmm. then after 12 I'm not saying like go full throttle but like then again it, it does become our responsibility to teach good habits with technology mm-hmm. because it is a tool that we can use to benefit us it's just a problem when we become addicted like mm-hmm. when you put yourself in an addictive state no, with anything no. whether it be an item person place or thing no. you know now no. you're no longer in control
0: yeah.
1: right and i do believe that a part of life is about mastery And right. so that's just my take on the question i don't mean to get long-winded but no just yeah my take it's on
0: completely it. understandable i completely agree with that you know, we just we just have to figure out that balance. I know, like, when we do let her watch whatever she's watching, I try to make sure that it's something educational that she yeah. can learn from.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. well, she's already learned how to say no from that one kid, so I'd advise against that. What's that kid name? They'd be yeah. like, no, 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 I don't want to eat my piece. What's his name? Cocoa Melon. Cocoa Melon. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah.
0: So yeah, we gotta we gotta be careful, but you know we also let her watch a lot of good stuff, or like even on YouTube kids, you know, Akili, and they have now a lot of more black characters, or mm-hmm. uh, cartoon characters, so that's that's good.
1: Yeah. I'm all for like educational yeah. um, things and visual and music has been you know known to help. Yeah you learn faster or help you retain it faster so I'm all good for that positive messaging whether it be in a book whether it be through one-on-one conversation or whether it be on TV so I'm not completely against that I just I just don't want her to just become robotic because you even notice now the youth that's coming up they don't even really know how to look at you or like how to converse and I just don't want that element to be lost I don't care how far we get advanced in technology, so Yep. All right. I don't have a Kindle by the way, I still read the hard copy books. That's how invested I am on (laughs) it. All right.
0: Question eight. What lifestyle standards do you have today that you have to keep or you won't be able to function? How would you be accommodate those things, especially during the first few years?
1: lifestyle standards and this is before this
0: is before so like what are you doing now that you
1: have to keep that you I that you keep. won't
0: be able to function without but how are you going to navigate okay. the first few years of your child being here um, you know i don't know if they're 100% applied to us because I would think that people who say, yes, smoke, or...
1: life standards. Life-size standards you have today that you have to keep. That you have to keep. Mm-hmm. Or you won't be able to function. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that really applies. Like,
0: Does that um, apply to drinking? Does it apply to smoking you know that's a good question yeah, I don't know does that exactly what it applies that, to
1: could that apply to going to work
0: that you know that's one of those open questions that we'll leave to you guys you know maybe you can interpret it differently but I, I don't know either alright well we are on nine
1: alright so what is your understanding of co-parenting what does it look like to you
0: my understanding of co-parenting is that you and I are both the parents so we need to work together as a team as parents and making sure that we are making the best decision for our child I don't think that I can put that any other way
1: yeah I don't I don't disagree like I completely stand in unions unions I'm sorry um with what you just said. I was just thinking like, you know, of some of the like instances, like little things too. Like, it's nothing that I don't do for her, mm-hmm. no matter how big or small, that I don't really run by you first. Like, if I'm picking out hair beads, obviously I'm a woman, but oh, I still want your your perspective. Or, or if someone, like if I was to think, okay, well, I want her, someone else to watch her before i even even do that i would talk about it with you you know so it's nothing that you know even down to food choices if it's a food choice that we both haven't given her together i kind of run it past you just because we're doing this together and i don't feel like there's separation anywhere when it comes to her but that's all i have to add to that
0: yeah i agree so we're on question 10 if I get a better job that would mean our family has to move, do you willingly follow? Or will you resent me so I won't even consider it in the first place?
1: Huh. What? You get a better job. That means I got to quit my job. That means the working life is over for me. Resentment, honey. Yeah. What? What? I'll be praising you. Like thank you for my freedom. Thank you for my freedom. When do we pack the bag? What do we need? The boxes. Honey, what do you need me to do to expedite this process? Does it start today? Do you just need me to resign? Do I put in my two weeks? How long do you want me to keep this job? I'm ready to go now. Are we leaving today? Like there is nothing, you know, there's no like fight on my part. So yeah,
0: I mean, I agree. <laughs> I definitely 100% agree. <laughs> I wouldn't ever stand in the way of our success. So, if you if the roles was reversed and you had a job opportunity that's going to put us in a better spot, financially i would not fight you on it we are out (laughs) so yeah so that was easy 11
1: when we learn the sex of our child either before our birth what significance will it have for you and what impact it will have on our parenting
0: for me it wouldn't really change anything of course i wanted a boy at first but as far as the parenting goes or what impact it, it wouldn't change. Either way, boy or girl, as long as it's healthy, it doesn't
1: affect me. Me, or, you know, I, I just wanted to, yeah. to learn, or I would like to learn about, you know, just parenting in general, a healthy way to parent. If I had a boy, I would definitely want to... What's wrong on no? What's wrong? Definitely wanna look into a, a healthy role that I can play as his mother because our relationships aren't healthy when it comes to certain dynamics, so. I guess I would just seek, seek understanding once I learn of the sex of the baby of which uh, way I'm gonna to go to ensure, to ensure a good development. You know, I can teach Nova all day about womanhood, but I can never teach a, a boy how to be a man, you know? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: Question number 12. How many kids?
1: <laughs> well, I'm good with Nova. <laughs> I'm good with one. Right. So this is before, so I'm, I'm definitely good with one.
0: Right. For me, I'm good with two. Hmm. I, and because I always wanted the boy... Than the girl, you know, I always wanted my child to grow up with a sibling, mm-hmm. and of course, I want my son to be able to protect my sister. But yeah, I didn't, uh, two was pretty much the magic number for me. Ah. So, all right, question number 13
1: Do you consider yourself more of an introvert? Uh, or extrovert what if our kids is very different from us in this or other ways so i consider myself an introvert obviously uh, yeah not really like a social butterfly or it really is that so much so social so um uh-huh. obviously if my child was to turn out differently for me i would be accepting of it i actually would be intrigued by their personality and seek like you know like how how it develops or it would be interesting to me overall so i you know me i'm i like to like dig into things like why right. so yeah, it would just be interesting to me if she's um different but it wouldn't be like a complete total total surprise because you're an extrovert exactly. <laughs> so she got it from her father exactly you know? so
0: so yeah so that goes into my answer. I am an extrovert. I'm a social butterfly. I talk to everybody. I am just out here. <laughs> but if my child was to become more of an introvert, I wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me either way. You know, I kind of would want my child to just be out there and ex- be a little more open with people and having friends and stuff like that but if she wasn't then I wouldn't be 100% against it you know I would be completely fine with it to be quite honest with you so here goes a good question so question 14 is what counts as spoiled
1: spoiled
0: yeah but what
1: is spoiled that's a good question because when I think of spoiled I think of things that have gone bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. And things go bad when they're left unattended to, or when you've had them too long. So I don't feel like that whole sentence applies to a child.
0: Right. I agree. I don't really believe in what we considered spoil, like Mm -hmm. as a society. I don't know really where
1: we even got. Well, I know where we got it from, but I'm not gonna get into that.
0: But I just don't. I don't subscribe to that. Like I don't subscribe to the whole "my child is spoiled" because we give them everything they want. Like that right. doesn't. Really I mean make that sense. also.
1: That also creates a lack mindset, and right. I don't want my daughter to grow up with a lack mindset. I want my daughter to grow up with, you know, the mindset that she is worthy mm-hmm. of whatever she wants. But, you know, I don't believe, like me, <laughs> I don't believe if, if I if I had something to give a stranger, and I got, I'm damn sure going to give it to my child, mm-hmm. like regardless. You know, I do believe that <laughs> we should be teaching her life skills, skills that are going to help her in society and skills that are going to help her thrive. But I don't think that that correlates to Taking or making her feel like, oh, you can't have this, just not because I can't afford it, not because I don't ha- have it to give you, but just because
0: I'm teaching you be... a lesson. Right. Like,
1: what lesson does that teach? Right. Yeah, if I... not lacking, unworthy.
0: Right. I, I completely agree. I don't believe in not giving my child what she wants because of the fact that I'm trying to prove a point or trying to show her that.
1: What is that show? Like, like I don't know. Like, what is it, what remember, is it supposed to
0: show? Like, that, oh, kid. you can't have it. Super.
1: That you okay. can't have
0: everything that you, you want? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. And that's not something that I think that I would instill in my child. You know? I would instill in her that I am able to afford and give you everything you ask for because of the hard work that I put in every day but I'm not gonna not or deny her something because of the fact that I'm just trying to prove a point like that doesn't make sense
1: growing up my parents used to deny me stuff just because just to say no like and it would be simple stuff you got hundreds and hundreds of dollars in your pocket and I'm asking for a 25 cent pack of gum why can't I have that you know so yeah no that's not something that I will be continuing in raising of my child. And hopefully when she gets older, she will not continue. That is something that needs to end.
0: So now we're on, what, 15?
1: Yeah. So the next question goes, how can I show you gratitude when I'm sleep-deprived zombie bending towards resentment? I guess this is like a me and you thing.
0: Mm-hmm. How That's can more I can of see? a a youth thing. Like, if you're sleep-deprived, then they say, how can I... How can I... Well, I guess both how of How can us. I
1: show you gratitude when I'm sleep-deprived? Mm-hmm. When I'm a sleep-deprived zombie bending toward resentment. The only thing that I can say, because I have experienced this, is and every time I experienced this, and I looked over at him, and I had to take a couple deep breaths and realize that one... My hormones are off balance because I just had a baby and they're trying to self-regulate. So a lot of what I'm feeling emotionally is not based off logic. Two, take a deep breath and choose love because that is the only energy that I want to be able to Give to, to my family, whether it be toward my fiancé or whether it be toward my daughter. And three, acknowledge what steps I need to do to regain control. Right. That is my answer.
0: Right. You know, I, that's a good question. How can I show you gratitude? So for me, I do... For, let's just talk to the men for a second. I understand
1: that... You're actually really that, good at this. You were very really good at this.
0: Yeah. I understand that... It's... When questions like this come across... It seems that... It's only the woman that sleep the problem. I know that that's not the case. Especially for me. I'm not sure... If every man is in this situation. Of course. But... For me, I, I start my day off at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm at work all day until 6. And then I'll have to come home and, you know, be dad. I have to spend time with the wife. And I have to spend time with my daughter. And then we have to do the cycle all over again. Not, and that also can be very hiring you know so I get it from the male's perspective of course so the way I deal with this is knowing that my wife is home taking care of taking care of our daughter and I just let her know that I appreciate everything that she's doing because I know it's tough I know that she's the one that's up at night dealing with the crying and the fussing and you know luckily we do have a little girl who isn't too bad at night she's not horrible at night she does get some good sleep but for the most part you know i'm just grateful and lucky to have a woman that i have you know so yeah i completely get that and that's the only way i can Pretty much show my gratitude, of course. Is it me? Is Amat up next? You
1: want me to tell you other ways that you can show your gratitude? No, no, no. I'm talking about questions. I question? thought you were asking me that question. No. Nah. Before I've heard. Come on, Nova. Come here. Um, I think...
0: Yeah, did you, you asked that question. So yeah, I, I think, think
1: I asked that question.
0: So, we're on 16. Yeah. What is an appropriate punishment or consequence for a child yes. hitting you... How would you approach discipline on our family?
1: So, that one I'm actually going to have to say that the only thing that I would do in that scenario would be to at that time I should have known my child well enough to know like you know how to provide the appropriate consequence in the matter of like taking something away from her, um telling her to think about what she did and then having a conversation moving forward but I don't feel like I have the experience to give you I guess the best answer to that question and I'm going to have to seek wisdom on that because I don't believe in corporal punishment
0: right I agree 100% I do not know the answer to this question Uh we definitely will have to do some more research on this but I can say this I don't believe in hitting my child at all. Uh, One of the main reasons being that me as a man, I should never have put my hands on my daughter. And with that being said, I want her to grow up knowing that if I, as her father, never put my hands on her, no man should ever put their hands on her. So that's one. But two, I want to believe that we are going to grow our child well enough that she would never even consider putting her hands on us so that's pretty much like where i stand with it i don't know what the punishment would be if it was to occur right as right of this second But, you know, it's something that we can always look into, different alternative ways on to conveying that that's not okay.
1: Yeah. And then we do got to take a step back and examine ourselves as a people because the discipline of which we are used to and what we have been accustomed to is not working. And scientifically wise, it's been proven that it causes trauma It causes your child to resent you. It causes your child to not be fully vulnerable to you. And that is something that I truly want them to be as they're growing. I do believe that my purpose as a parent is not to be a dictator, but to actually be somewhere they can come as a space of wisdom for things that they might encounter and be a guiding light to them. Because I've been in a lot of the spaces that they're going to be in. I do believe that we all know what the definition of discipline is and it is not corporal punishment. When you're disciplining yourself, when you're breaking a habit or whatever, and you say, I'm going to start working out and you miss a gym day, you don't get a beating because of that. And so I feel like the same should apply to our children. They are the future. They are important. Their feelings matter. And that needs to be acknowledged in a healthy way. And discipline in that sense of hitting is not healthy. I just wanted to add that.
0: Yeah, it's true. 17.
1: Will we be the kind of family that can talk about farts? God, I hope so.
0: <laughs> of course. Uh, you know, we're, we are a goofy couple, as is. So... I would hope that we could talk about farts, you know? Like, our daughter, would do this. Do this. So, I want us to be open. I want us to be able to talk about anything. Right.
1: So yeah, um, I and that's what I, I felt when this question was asked mm-hmm. because I want my daughter to be able to come to me and tell me any and everything because like I said previously to the last question, how can I be a source of wisdom? How can I be a source of guidance if I close that door before right. you know she needs it or I don't want her to have to go to people that are not emotionally healthy or not in the right spaces no. or, or just your, don't have her best interests I birthed you you know yeah. you don't think that I would want that experience of making sure you succeed on the outside of me just like I wanted the experience I just wanted you to succeed on the inside of me as well so mm-hmm. yeah definitely
0: yep. All right, 18. What are some of the things slash messages, beliefs, behaviors you learned from your parents that you would like to keep, and what are some of them you would like to change, do better, or do different?
1: Wow, that's that's a a hard question for me. So my mother was the first person that taught me the value of having a job, Mm -hmm. and she taught me about savings and um, just being independent in a way that was a, enough for me to sustain myself. Um, so that is definitely something that I would like to teach to my daughter. And she taught me, she taught me to be aware, you know, just aware of my surroundings and how to keep myself safe. And those are lessons that I've had to use. and unfortunately, and i think back on that because i do see a lot of females the way that they move out here they don't move in a safe way and it's not because you know they they just don't know like you know i have simple things like never accept a drink from someone that you ain't see poor or never leave your drink unattended to don't leave your pocketbook unattended to i've been out with females where you know this has been the case and so those are some of the the lessons um, that my mother instilled in me was how to keep myself safe when I navigate the world. A lot of things that I would change, like um, that, vulnerab- that vulnerability, that uh, vulnerability piece. I would want my, I would want to, you know, open the door for my daughter to be as vulnerable to me. My mother did a good job there too. Like it's nothing that I couldn't tell my mother, but you know, there was this level of corporal punishment for me as well that kind of kept me from being fully vulnerable. So um, that is something that I want to change. I don't, cursing at your children—that's something that I want to change. Talking down to your children, not building your children up—that's something that I want to change. Yeah, I think I think that,
0: that that's it. Yeah, that's 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 good stuff. Uh, for me, my my dad is the the reason why I think that I have so much love for my daughter. Um, So that's one thing that I would definitely not change is the way he cared for his kids. Like my dad, no matter what happens out on these streets, no matter what he's doing, his number one priority was his kids. And that love that I got what or is to this day the reason why I can't see myself turning my back on my child you know um, my mom she's just a loving soul as well she's would literally give the clothes off her back to keep her kids warm you know so those are the things that um, I t- took from my parents you know and, and You know, coming up in their era, of course, they made mistakes. They weren't perfect people. But for the most part, everything that they did was always in the best interest for us growing up. And those are the things that I would take the most from them. We're trying something different as far as, like, just touching back on what Joy said, the corporal punishment stuff. But... You know, it, it was a common thing in their generation. So it's not, you know, I don't hold anything against them for doing what they thought was best.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Especially in, in our culture. In, as our culture just alone, you mm-hmm. know. So it's a lot of healing that needs to be done. And I'm grateful that God or the universe has given me a role in the part that takes healing you know but you know i don't hold anything against um my parents and i'm sure travis doesn't hold anything against his parents but you know with with knowledge comes responsibility and um we have the knowledge now to be able to see that it, it does more harm than good so Moving on to the next question. We're on 19. 19. So this is coming to a close pretty soon, guys.
0: This is a long episode.
1: So the 19th question is, what difficulties from your own childhood are you quietly in the back of your mind Trying to fix by not raising your children who are not suffering this way. That's funny because I feel like we just answered yeah, that question. We did. Yeah, So the reiterate, yeah, like I want my child to be, I want to be a safe space for my child to be able to come to and say, hey, mommy, I'm having these experiences. What do I do? And I could be, you know, that guiding light to my child. Um, Quietly in the back of your mind with difficulties, like, like I said, the cussing, the things that cause trauma, right? Mm-hmm. And trauma looks different to everybody. But if it's not rooted in a positive way, if it's not rooted in love, like healthy love, not toxic love, then it needs to stay a completely out of the room where my child is. And that's just what it is. So
0: Yeah, I think mean, I agree. I I agree with everything you said. I don't really have anything more to add to that.
1: So. so you don't have anything from your childhood that you don't wanna.
0: That I'm quietly trying no.
1: to fix by.
0: I mean, I do, but it's pretty much everything that, that we've, we've already got said. Special. Corporal punishment. And all just yeah. So it's no point in All right. He, so
1: yeah. last question, Travis. No,
0: just remember it's 21.
1: Oh, we're doing a bonus question.
0: 21 and a bonus. So we have 20. Yeah. How did your parents divide parents' responsibilities, like sick days, snow days, wash, washing and dishes? How would you want to change that? So this is an interesting question and a question that <laughs> I guess you can ask yourselves if you are more qualified for. Me, my parents were... Broken up before I were even born. So, my mom, (laughs) for the most part, took care of all of that. And then I moved to Philly with my dad a little bit later on in life. So, he took care of mainly all of that. So, they split it, but not together. You get what I'm saying? So, I just thought it was an interesting question to throw in there just for...
1: Yeah, Whoever so
0: else that wants the to. way
1: my parents <laughs> divided their responsibility. <laughs> Hi, mom.
0: What's the divide? <laughs> you <gentlemen.
1: laughs> like, you going to take it? You going to? Th- you know what? <laughs> Let's drop them off at the grandparents' house. Right. And so, grandma did the best she could. And she took care of me when I was sick. She took, she made sure I was healthy. Um, she made sure I was good. So that's the way my parents decided to go about it. So the 21 question is, who is the person who strongly influenced your view about the reality of family life or parent-child relationships? I would
0: have to say my dad. Well, both my parents. I would have to say my dad and my mom. Once again, even though they were not together their views on parenting were similar you know it's all about taking care of
1: you pick this question
0: it's all about taking care of
1: mm-hmm. you know yeah this kids. is a tough question for me because it wasn't later like later to i can say like i have an actual person Um, But what made me want to like change my, if I was to ever have a child, change that would be me. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to do a lot of healing from childhood traumas and different things that I've experienced as a child. And there's no way, in shape, or form a shot to the people that were responsible or the people that were part of my upbringing. But this is my truth. And so a lot of the healing that I had to do actually taught me valuable lessons on what not to do or what to change going forward um so that entails taught me if i was to be given the same gift what i would do to ensure that this person didn't have to go through what i went through so but i do have a little cousin who. You know, it was a mother well way well before me and inspires um, inspires some of my decision making. And like when I feel like it's something that I don't know, I kind of lean on her. My little cousin. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> my little cousin. So, yeah, that's my answer to that question.
0: Okay. Well, we did 21 questions. I have one bonus question in here, right. which I think is fun so let's go for it imagine it's 20 years from now and we're sitting in the same spot talking about our kid what would that conversation be like
1: oh baby it's over
0: we're gonna have to act it out so let's act it out
1: baby it's over we did it the house is ours again
0: but but is it because she's still coming back over the weekend
1: you're right, but we ain't got her every day.
0: I know, that's true.
1: Why you look so sad, Travis? It's just me? Is it because it's just me now wow. again?
0: Oh, I love wow. you too, girl.
1: Wow. Not with I, just, face. I just
0: miss my little princess. She
1: hasn't been your little princess since she hit puberty.
0: She's always going to be my little princess.
1: All right, well, whatever helps you sleep at night. but wow. you
0: know, I hope she's doing good in college and... Or whatever she decided that she was going to do. Yeah,
1: I think she'll do great. I think she's going to be great. We did our very, very best. Yep. She is the best of both of us.
0: Okay. You are completely right about that, honey.
1: Yeah, so let's go get a drink. Yes. Yes, let to go get a drink. A real drink. <laughs> it's been years. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, guys, wow, this has
0: been a long episode. As you can tell, Nova's been active today. We are going to sign out. I'm Travis. I'm Julia
1: Lynn.
0: And that's little baby Nova Joy. Are we going to say bye?
1: Are you saying something to the people today? Huh? You saying bye?
0: Say, say bye.
1: Say bye. Bye. <laughs> bye, guys. Hey guys, thank you for making it to the end of the episode.
0: And if you like what you heard,
1: please rank us on whatever platform you're listening to this on.
0: And if you want to stay connected with us on social media, please follow the links in the description.
1: Thank Thank you you and catch you on on the the next next episode. episode.